Welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast with me, Kathy Love. I'm a business coach who helps allied health professionals run powerful and profitable businesses in the disability sector. Join me for cutting-edge interviews with leaders in the allied health and business fields, along with plenty of practical content that you can use to make your business practice perfect. Hello, uh, my guest on the podcast today is the long-awaited Adrian Miles from um, MediPass. Um, welcome. Thanks, Kath. How are you? Really good. I was just saying I'm really glad I've got a roof over my head with gale force <laughs> conditions where I live um, in uh, the Basque Coast down here. So all good. I've been so looking forward to this conversation. I was thrilled when I saw you in my calendar. MediPass, I'm a, I'm a massive fan. Um Maybe just explain a little about your role in MediPass and, and, and what it is. Yeah, no worries. Um, so uh, MediPass is a healthcare claim and payments um, platform. We've been around for what feels like um, uh, a long time, but it's actually not that, that long. I think we, we, um, we came to be as a company uh, in, in 2016 and I joined <clears throat> MediPass uh, not, not long after that. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of been an interesting in ride, and um, you know, like, like most small businesses, uh, when you join early, you, you do lots of different things uh, in your role, um, <laughs> as you can imagine. Uh, so, so officially, I, I kind of look after strategy and marketing um, for mm. MediPass, but the reality is, I probably wear um, many hats and have my fingers in a few different things. But that's what makes uh, coming to work at MediPass really exciting, and and uh, what gets me up every day. Yeah, and a growing number of people on the on the team by the looks of things. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been an exciting um, uh, little ride, especially over the the last um, couple of months or so. Um, I'm sure you're aware we were recently um, acquired by um, Tyro uh, Payments, um, so mm. that's that's definitely. Um, uh, you know, a great opportunity for us to to kind of, uh, I guess, keep going with the momentum that we've got. But yeah, from a team perspective, if you just look at the the MediPass team today, I think we're a bit over uh, twenty people now. Um, still very much um, focused on on kind of our 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 tech and our engineering side. We you know we have some great people there, um, but we've been able to bring on. Um, uh, a really good support team and customer success team as well um, over the last 12 months or so too, which, you mm. know, those two things um, are really important for us to keep doing what we're doing and to get better at what we're doing as well. Mm. Yeah. Let's derail really early. Melbourne-based, do you still have an office yeah. or are you all remote? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, we are all remote and, and kind of have been for, mm. for the last um, uh, uh, 12 months or a bit over 12 months now. Um, we're probably very fortunate in, in, in some ways. Um, we were literally about to move into new office um, premise, uh, I think it was uh, Easter last year and, you know, about the time where <laughs> people weren't sure what was what was going on. Yeah. So we took the opportunity, I guess, um, to not make that move and and to um, to go to full uh, remote um, working. And to be honest, it's 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 kind of worked really well. Um, and you know, given the nature of what we do and, and kind of how we do it, 
a lot of us had already been um, sort of spending a fair bit of time, um, you know, working from home, you know, one or two days a week anyway prior, prior to this. Mm. Um, mm. And so, yeah, I, I think we've made that transition, um, uh, you know, back in the day quite easily. But uh, as everybody else is kind of, I'm sure, experiencing, um, you do miss the human contact and there's some things that are better done in person for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bring us up to speed about what MediPass has been doing in the last two years in particular. Yeah, yeah no worries. Um, I'll go back a little bit um, further. A little further? You know, okay. For, for those, yeah, for those that don't know um, kind of the backstory, um, you know, MediPass, I think the original concept came out of a hackathon um, in 2014. Uh, and, and I was, um, prior to joining MediPass, I was at uh, one of the large um, banks at National Australia Bank, who was uh, a sponsor of that that hackathon, and so I was fortunate to kind of see, you know, the very very early genesis of of what MediPass um, uh, kind of could be, and and there was a team of ex um, financial services staff, a number of them who also worked at NAB, um, that that came to the hackathon and, and presented a concept which was essentially a digital version of. Of uh, private health insurance um, claiming, so the the uh, the ability to run a claim to a private health insurer, work out whether they were going to cover it, and then be able to pay a gap, and to do that without needing kind of any hardware. Um, and so, you know, being on the bank side of of um, uh, that opportunity, we were really excited about it, and, uh, and and thought there was you know definitely some potential here. So, um, you know, MediPass went through um, the typical kind of startup journey, um, went through an incubation phase, some customer testing, validation of kind of the problems and the solution, and then um, we initially launched with um, with NAB and with HiCaps with a solution for private health insurance, which you know, um, sat alongside, uh, you know, a lot of businesses who are already using, um, you know, a terminal-based solution uh, in mm-hmm. their practice. But I guess, um, you know, what we what we saw and what we learned early on is, um, you know, for many healthcare businesses, health insurance is just a component of the kind of work that they would mm-hmm. typically do in their practice. And um, whilst we're able to deliver a you know a pretty unique experience, um, we could see some of the other challenges that that were there for for these businesses, and um, you know we knew um, and it's always the plan for us to be successful. We, we want to put all the the kind of the healthcare funders that a typical practice would would want to um, uh, you know deal with on a day to day basis all in the one platform, and so we quickly rolled out. Um, a solution for for Medicare and for for DVA, um, uh, which we which we uh, you know connect up directly, um, allowing you to do both bulk bill and and kind of private um, paying um, claims as well through the MediPass platform, and then progressively over the last two years um, we continue to add more and more um, funders in. So we added, uh, I think iCare was the next one that came on came on board. So, you know, with a, the digital um, invoicing solution for all of New South Wales workers' compensation, so the government um, scheme there. We we joined up with um, uh, WorkCover Queensland not long after. Uh, and then um, more recently, we, we've been looking at um, how we might support things like um, NDIS and, and, uh, and some of the you know the unique scenarios that play out. You know with the, all the complexities <laughs> of, of of the NDIS system as well. So, uh, still lots of work work to do. Um, we announced recently Comcare, which is the federal um, workers' insurance um, scheme. Uh, they're coming on board too, so we'll have a solution in market for them. 
uh, later this year, um, as well as a number of other kind of conversations that are happening at the moment, which should mean we should have mm. some more on later this year too. Very, very, very cool. So 2020, bit of a big year on the planet. Um, I think it kind of got you on the st- you guys on the stage in a different way as as well. What what did you notice uh, yeah, about I, uptake I think, and awareness? Yeah, it, it's a it's a um, it's obviously been an interesting twelve months, and you know, there's all the cliches about you know um, if you talk to healthcare businesses, uh, you, you know, who's been driving a digital agenda? Is it your kind of your 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 tech enthusiast in the business, your digital, you know, transformation person, or, or is it actually probably just COVID? You know, you know, everyone's really had to mm. sort of adapt their 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 mm. approach and and um, be flexible. And we could kind of see that um, happening, re- you know, really quickly. Um, and I guess the nature of how we work and and being able to move pretty quickly and, and be nimble, um, we were able to launch, um, a, you know, a standalone payments um, platform that that also runs through Medipass, again, not requiring any um, sort of hardware, terminals, cards, that kind of thing to process, um, you know, out-of-pocket payments. Um, and, and, you know, in doing so, trying to make the experience really, you know, simple and easy for businesses to get started. And, you know, I think we're, you know, the, the product was Medipass card payments is what we call it. But it, the scenario um, that we found over the last 12 months that it was really, you know, um, uh, the adoption, uh, um, you know, just kind of accelerated was, you know, for these businesses that suddenly face-to-face consultations um, were challenging. And, and even if you were doing face-to-face consultation, um, you know, thinking about COVID safe um, behaviors in your practice um you know whether you you know how hygienic some of those yeah. those scenarios are kind of the front desk so being able to remove that friction around you know the payment transaction and and you know ultimately being able to do that you know digitally uh, i think is has been great um so we we kind of launched that um i think about this time or maybe slightly earlier last year um uh, so that was that was good and we got good feedback and continued to sort of um evolve that um, and we've also you know we're able to turn on um, uh, the COVID um, item codes that the government sort of released um, you know for Medicare in particular and mm-hmm. you know we have a strong um, presence in allied health particularly into um, psychology sort of businesses and so being able to support them and their their customers as and clients as as you know we know that the, the kind of the mental toll that the last 12 months has has taken has been has been you know something i think you know in hindsight we'll be quite proud of you know being able to support these mm. businesses um yeah. through that yeah yeah it was sort of um pretty accelerated with what had to with how technology had to come in and support allied health business as everyone was sort of sent home to their their rooms and um i still think of you guys so often on the various facebook groups that i um i follow uh usually as quietly as possible when there's still this belief that well we provide community services we can't get community-based services we can't get paid on the day Mm. which point i just you know pick my jaw up and just so make a few suggestions, make yeah. a few yeah. suggestions. So it's really starting to reorient allied health business owners' belief that they can and should get paid on the day and to stop this invoicing piece. 
Yeah, and I think I mean you know you know this firsthand, Kath. Like with a lot of businesses that operate in healthcare, um, you know some of those behaviours are ingrained over you know years, if not decades, yeah. of, of of kind of um, operating, um, and so. Um, you know, that's a big challenge for us is is firstly making sure people are aware of who we are and, and kind of what we do, um, but then um, being able to make the experience of of kind of learning about um, the, the sort of problems that we might be able to help with so that people can start to, you know, do their research, ask around and, and, and you know, it's healthcare, it's, it's a people business, there's, there's so many networks, you, you've, you've got a great network um, and Kath and, and people talk and, and we've really focused on, you know, trying to find those, those businesses who, who for whatever reason, um, you know, um, I, I guess, Saw the saw the opportunity to to try um, a solution like ours and have been able to make it work in their businesses um, and it and you know being transparent it probably doesn't solve all your your payment and claiming um, requirements in your in your practice just yet but you know we're seeing more and more um, opportunities um, for us to to deliver a, a different experience and a better experience and and like you say um, it's often the hidden costs of of uh, invoicing and chasing um, uh, stuff that's that's sat for a while and hasn't been paid that um, you know is hard to see directly in your in your um, financials. It's so ingrained, statements. yeah, yeah, and um, and it, you know there's always everyone kind of sees it. You experience in all sorts of scenarios that there's always a tension and a friction around paying for healthcare services. So if you can if you can make that that experience as seamless as possible and and like you say you know we're able to do those things in real time you know at the point of service provision um it just means you don't need to follow up um uh, on this stuff down the track yeah yeah uh let's segue a little back towards the ndis uh you guys have been thinking about this a lot it's early in the day yes it's (laughs) it is a favorite topic it's just completely fascinating um and challenging to to think about as an Australian and as a business coach and you know all the rest of it so um the NDIS, um, you guys have had your um, kind of eye on this space for for ages. Where is it up to in terms of two questions, su- at least supporting plan managers to pay swiftly? Where's that corridor up to? And then we may, if we're feeling strong, we might talk about the portal as well. Yeah, cool. Um uh, yeah, I think, you know, as I'm sure a lot of your, your audience is aware, um, uh, the NDIS is a, an amazing um, sort of scheme and, and, you know, the intent behind what it is trying to do and, and, and how it's going about it, uh, you know, I think is, is, is um, amazing in the context of, you know, everything going on in the world, you know, in particular. Mm. But, you know, I think we're very fortunate to live here and have, you know, a scheme like this available to, uh, you know, uh, 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 an important um, uh, segment of the population. And, uh, there's a couple of us actually in MediPass that are the sort of um, directly involved, you know, myself included. Mm-hmm. As as you know, I have a, a ten year old son who's who has his own plan um, that we self manage, and and um, you know, I think you know, a combination of of what we can see in in you know in, in other solutions that we work with and and how we we kind of experience ourselves um, and, and you know hear from our existing customers their experiences with NDIS. You know, we think there's some 
opportunity for us um, to, to sort of play in this space. And, and as you mentioned, we've been looking at it for a long time um, and and uh, and thinking about, you know, the right way to approach it. Um, uh, you know, probably one of the challenges for us is, is you know, that there, there have been for a long time sort of technical limitations about, you know, mm-hmm. the typical ways in which, um, you know, we look to build a solution. You, you know, our, our our starting point is typically, you know, do things in real time. You know, if you can do it in real time, you 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 eliminate all those problems where there's a lag between when you provide services and mm-hmm. when you're trying to get paid afterwards. And so, you know, the agency I think has talked for a long time about, um, you know, wanting to evolve that technical solution. And what's exciting is, you know, that work is is underway and, and kind of happening at the moment. Um, so I think, you know, talking to you again in 12, 18 months' time, you know, it'll be a very yeah. different conversation about, about, you know, some of these challenges that exist today. But sort of having having said all that and, and probably going back to your question about, you know, plan management, um, you know, one of the things that, that we've been doing, um, uh, you know, across the board with, with other funders is, 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 you know, talking to large groups that are involved in, you know, financial service sort of models. And so the plan managers, I guess that's their role, right? They, they're meant to take mm. the pressure off um, the, the participant and, um, and, and make those kind of invoicing um, experiences sort of go away. Um, but I think, you know, we found quickly and, you know, even through our own experience, um, there's still problems in there. And those, it's the same problems about, you know, when, when you are providing services on day, what, zero, and then you're not getting paid for, you know, weeks later, um, you know, is there money still in budgets? All that kind of stuff, um, you know, creates problems. And it's, it's hard for even the plan managers to be able to sort of work through that. Yeah. And then probably the other side of it um, that I think, uh, you, you know, we've, we've noticed as well is that, you know, our customer base, um, uh, you know, some of them have been active NDIS um, kind of providers, you know, registered early, you know, supporting agency plan and, and self-manage that full full gamut, but have, have probably, you know, experienced a lot of those frustrations and some of them are, you know, pulling back, um, you know, from, from, from that bit just because of the admin and, you know, you know, I hear stories all the time about um, outstanding invoices for NDIS that are so hard to kind of chase down and re- recover and, you know, when you talk to to plan managers, you know they have the same challenges too. You know, if they have new providers coming into the scheme who who aren't kind of aware of some of the requirements around, you, you know, the the schedule, yeah. fee schedule, the item codes that you need to use. You know, how to how to just create an invoice correctly that they can pay. You know, that creates a lot of friction and um, you know uh, to and fro on comms just to fix those invoices, which again just you know all all adds. Who to has the time for that? Exactly. Time. exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we we launched um, very softly, very quietly, um, probably about six months ago, a, a beta solution. It's st- we're still calling it a beta solution for NDIS, but we focused primarily on um, the plan managed um, uh, pro- uh, participant and and the providers that um, you know can work I- in there, um, as well as the self managing. We, we've we don't have a solution yet for agency managed but um you know i suspect that that position will change you know in the next six months or so i'm sure there's a a sticky note on a wall somewhere with that mapped out but yeah. it's, uh, it's a bit Just bigger than a sticky, small little sticky <laughs> than a sticky <laughs> yeah it uh i like it yeah you know um i always look at, at kind of um how others have been able to do it and what sort of differentiates you know their solution and 
if, if you, you know, again, I, I kind of go back to the original um, private health insurance um, proposition, you know, because those insurers are able to make a decision in real time, they have those business rules and, and real-time decision mm. engines on their side, you can deliver that, you know, that great experience when you go to the mm. physio, you're covered, you know, with extras, mm. it might be $100, $120, and, uh, and your private health insurer will pick up part of it. So you're only paying that that remaining out of pocket and I think you know that's that's the challenge um, uh, and the opportunity I think for NDIS to be able to to sort of move towards a more real-time experience for um, getting paid. Yeah yeah. Uh, Closing the loop on how MediPass supports uh, payments with plan managers is there anything else you want want the guys to know? Yeah, I think, um, you know, our, our solution at the moment um, it, it can be quite attractive if you're if you're thinking about getting into um, NDIS, you haven't done a lot of work with, with plan managers. Um, you know, what it does is that I, I guess it, it kind of um, abstracts away some of the complexity about needing to know mm. exactly which item code to use, you know, um, what price. You know, we make that easy for you to, to kind of find the codes that are relevant and, and select them. We keep pricing up to date as, as the agency change their pricing. And, you know, if you're in a, you know, a remote region for whatever reason and, and you know, there's um, specific pricing that applies to you, we make it easy for you to kind of find find that information um, to, to make sure that, you know, the invoice that that um, you create through MediPass is one that the plan manager can pay first time so that you don't mm. need those, you know, oh, you've missed this or the wrong item code or that was the old price, you know, those sort of things, um, you know, go away. Um, again, you know, it is beta. If you're a, you know, a high volume regular NDIS user and you've got your system set up um, pretty well and, you know, you're comfortable with your plan manage, managers that you deal with all the time, I suspect, you know, there's not a lot that we would um, we would offer. But, um, you know, what we're still finding irrespective is people are using us for other things. They're using us for private health insurance. They're using us for payments. Mm. They're using us for, for Medicare now, being able to do everything in the one system, even if the, the solution's, um, uh, you know, on par or parity with what they've been doing previously. It's just nice being able to have it all in the one system. Um, one of the things that, that we... Um, We've been talking to um, plan managers about, um, and again, it'll kind of depend on on what the agency chooses to do. But closing the loop on on um, you know once you've submitted an invoice and 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 when it's been paid and how it's been paid um, and that whole reconciliation piece that we haven't even oh, kind of touched gosh. on. Yet, oh no, no, yeah, is is still a work in progress for us and. Um, you know, for a, for a number of our healthcare funders, um, you know, we actually make the settlement to providers. And so when we do that, we have full visibility of, you know, what's happening, um, how much, when, and everything else. And Maybe so, even who it's for, whose who's exactly, account it's for. Exactly, oh. exactly. Being able to take <laughs> some of that, you know, uh, I've just got another $200 in. I have no idea what that's for, you know, roughly trying to work out what time, all that that admin that that you know we know businesses go it's through insane. today yeah, it's um it's something that that i think you know is an aspiration for us again when you get to that point where all your your claim and payments are running through um you know the one platform um we can make it really easy for you to to close off everything mm. in an automated way and, and you, you take away that reconciliation burden yeah 
Yeah. One thing that I forget to tell uh, you um, often enough is what I hear about your customer support, and I hear that it is just consistently so good. So I'm putting it on the public record now because I really (laughs) should send you motivational emojis every time I hear something. Maybe I'll do that going forward. How do... um, allied health business owners, healthcare um, providers, how do they get started with MediPass? Yeah, I, I think it's so a, that it really works from the get-go. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, a really good um, question and, and I can't echo enough um, the, the, um, the fact that I think we differentiate a lot on, on what we do just off the back of our, our customer support mm. and success team. Yep. You, you know, yep. this stuff's hard and complex and and often there, there might only be one or two people in a business that actually, you know, healthcare business that understand, you know, all the complexities and mm. processes, you know, to do to do all this claiming. And and so um, you know, for us when we're thinking about how do we how do we help businesses sort of understand um uh, you know, a lot of what we try and do is is um, where we can. You know that that direct connection um, sort of in. So when we can talk um, at forums with, with with healthcare providers, you know, we we go to the conferences, we do all the, the usual things. But you know, being a digital company, you know, we're putting a lot of stuff um, on, online as well, um, and it's 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 educational, um, uh, you know, yeah. material. Um, there was a, a great bit of work, um, you know, what our founder did. Um, I think earlier this year. He was uh, involved in in a, in a, a telehealth summit um, for for mental um, for mental illness, and you know he spent an hour, I think, talking about the complexities of getting paid for for you know telehealth consults. And um, you know, I think at the end of that, um, you know, people were able to access you know some of the information we we put there around you know here are the different schemes, here are, here are all the the kind of requirements, you know, from a provider perspective, yeah. you know, these these are the opportunities with the respective item codes and price, all that kind of stuff. And I think, I think, um, you know, for me, from a marketing perspective, if we get that right, then naturally, you know, people who are looking and thinking about these problems, you know, if, if our um, uh, SEO and SEMs uh, dialed in, they'll find us. And, and you know, when you search mm. for some of these, you know, problems in Google or wherever you're searching for stuff, you, you'll find, um, you know, some of that content from MediPass. Uh, and I think the other thing that I, I sort of mentioned before is, um, you know, we know there are key influences in healthcare. Um, you know, I, I used to be a, a healthcare um, uh, um, a practitioner myself back in the day, and uh, oh, I keep forgetting yeah, that. Bit. I, uh, you know, I have no idea oh, when I started like my true business. confessions. It is, it is. Uh, yeah. Physio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physio, Spent ten yeah. years working as a physio cat, but you know we had our own business, um, and we just kind of bumbled our way through it. We we had no idea, um, and it wasn't until I. Didn't we all? <laughs> that's it. It wasn't until you you kind of reach out to your networks and you start to you know explore and you ask some of those questions and you find out what you know people who you look up to are starting to use and you know like you might you might get involved with some coaching you know all that kind of stuff you take your business and how it runs seriously you know you start to see what those some of those opportunities are out there um, and probably the other thing that I haven't talked much about but but I think it's been really important in, in you know what we do and how we do it is um, you know if we're just another thing that in your business that you've got to learn and and um, and get used to, and it doesn't work with stuff you already use. You know that that can be 
sort of frustrating. And, and um, so, you know, a big part of our strategy is to integrate our solution into, you know, existing practice software. Um, uh, you know, we I think we integrate to four of the top five cloud-based allied um, health um, practice management systems right now. Yeah. You know, we've had a great relationship with with all the guys and, and, um, uh, and I think that makes a big difference too because, you know, the, their teams know these same problems. Um, they hear it from their users, and if we're able, they to, want someone to solve it. <laughs> exactly. If uh, if we're able to to help them solve it, then they become a great you know um, uh, channel as well to being able to you know build our awareness um, about what we do mm. and 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 you know why it's why it's better. Yeah, I think we should probably name those practice management software systems so that can sort of shortcut some thinking for people. Um, yeah. I'll probably leave some of them out. So Clinico and Nookle. Yep. Prax Suites in there now too. Prax Suites, saw that. And Halaxy, yeah. Yeah, so yep. they're, the, they're the, I guess, the, you know, from from what we can see, the, the most used, um, uh, you know, systems yep. across that industry. but. You know, every day, you know, we have more and more, um, uh, you know, options coming into the market and, um, you know, wh- where we can and it makes sense to, you know, we, we, we I guess, ideally we're agnostic to, to that. We just work behind yeah. the scenes to, to kind of make that solution um, mm-hmm. seamless. But, you know, I, you know, I'm going to talk about Clinico maybe just, just briefly and I'm sure Joel won't mind, but, you know, there was, um, you know, strong demand for from, um, his users for a long time for for Medicare, um, you know, being able to to process Medicare claims through Clinico was, I think that you know the, one of the most common things he would mm. get requested for a long time, um, and so when we we're able to to sort of um, help to solve that problem, um, you know, we've seen uh, you, you know when you solve a real problem, you, you get fancy that you get your customers on board and, and they and they use you. Um, I think the other one um, he, he's been looking at for a long time too is, is payments, and you know we've been talking to to him about it um, uh, and what we might do there um, uh, as well. And I think again that's another thing that keeps coming up. And and if you look across, you, you know our our other um, software vendor partners, um, you know there's similar issues, there's similar opportunities yeah. um, to so- to solve for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, picking up on something about MediPass being the next thing to solve or another thing to solve, what I do sometimes hear is um, business owners kind of commit to it and sign up and get started. And then I do wonder if there is this point that it, because it demands that they've got to rethink and rework some of their standard operating procedures, that it sort of stalls. And, and it's at that point that you guys are sensational with sort of saying, okay, let's just, I don't know what it is that you do. <laughs> I think that would be a really yeah. good one for people to hear about, that if they have got the got, got in and it's stalled, that there is a great way to get it operational yeah. and yeah. everyone will love it before you know it. But for others who sort of think we don't have time to do one more thing and it's, yeah, I, I just think that tension, there's two tensions there, the one more thing to do and then there's the, well, we've in it but it's not doing what we want yet so let's talk to that one first sorry yeah yeah I think you know you mentioned it before um you know that's where I think our success team um you know really kind of um 
you know, have a have a great role to play and, and play that role, um, you know, really well. Um, and so, you know, I, I would say if you if you do feel like you might be in that mm. in that cohort that's kind of you know tried to get on board, maybe has got one or two things working, but but you're not sure whether mm. you're you're actually getting the the most out of this, then then I think um, you know reach out. Um, we we have all our team are based here in Melbourne online. Um, we do live chat um, at home. Uh, yeah, at home, uh, we do live chat, um, uh, and uh, you know that's been great because I think you know people who are working through stuff, you know, they might not be able to sit there for um, you know half an hour dedicated to to kind of work through a problem, but if they can they can start to to kind of have that conversation, you know, via a chat um, scenario um, when they can, if they're seeing patients in between, you can kind of continue that that conversation through and 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 I guess get that advice and help to, to make sure you're 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 getting the most out of it. Um, the other thing that that we're trying to do a bit more um, of now is is um, you know running webinars and and um, you know working with um, our partners. We do a fair bit of work with the the physio association in particular. Um, you know, we ran a webinar with with their members recently in New South Wales to talk about you know um, the eye care claiming scenario. So, um, you know, keep an eye out for those those sort of opportunities um, uh, uh, too. And then, uh, you know, I think you know we sort of mentioned it before. Um, those networks that you're tapped into, um, you know, maybe two or three years ago, you might struggle to find someone who who, who knew what MediPass was, but I'd be surprised now if that was still the case. And and usually what we find is there'll be a, a business or two within a network that that has actually, you know, been able to see the real value here, um, you know, work through the initial, you know, process change yeah. and start to put the rigor around, you know, how to embed this in their business. And um, I know, Kathy, you work with a, a number of um, clients that are on that spectrum from, you know, being very comfortable and expert users through to, you know, just getting started and not sure whether, you know, they're, they're getting the, the right thing out. So, you know, I think those networks are um, another really important source of um, yeah. kind of feedback and, and, and learning as well. Yeah. I do hear from time to time about this breakthrough moment when they – there is that rigour and it is embraced uh, as a really positive change by the customer service team and then everybody falls in love with it. Yeah. But yeah. you've just got to get to that point and um, heard a one, you know, I've heard some wonderful stories of clients that are saying, well, where's my blue link? You know, where's, yeah. how can I pay you today? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it really does, it, there is a fall in love with it moment. And from then on, Yeah. Yeah, I think you. I mean, you're you're always gonna you know have these scenarios like, you know, even for for you know in the in the context of things, relatively small um, businesses often often in healthcare they're complex. Like there are these different personalities and 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 people within there that you know have different perspectives, and you know it's a typical scenario for us that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go to a conference, for example, or, or we'll do a webinar and you might have the business owner that, that attends and, and kind of gets excited. But, you, you know, the, the aha moment that you're talking about, I think often happens, um, you know, that when you, when you have your, your front, front of uh, house staff, the, 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 the practice managers, the, the people yeah, who are using this, you know, every day when they see the value and the benefit, um, you know, that's, that's when we really see traction take off in these businesses too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what I've witnessed as well. All righty. Is there anything else we should talk about? 
can ask me some physio questions, uh, Kath, if you want to ask your physio there. questions. No, no. <laughs> uh, without sort of revealing all of the secrets, what's MediPass kind of got on the uh, got on the whiteboard for the next six to twelve months? Yeah, um, lots uh, it would be the the very short summary. You can tell um, us the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I'm excited about um, you know the opportunity that we have now with our um, new owners in, in Tyro. Um, you know they obviously have a a, a strong presence um, in the market, um, mm. particularly in the GP market, um, and so you know from a MediPass um, perspective. Um, that's great if you think about multidisciplinary businesses where, you know, you've got GPs and allied health and, and everyone sort of in there, you know, I think there's a, a really nice story about how you can make it all work together. Um, the other thing that I, I sort of touched on um, before that, that I think there's, there's huge opportunity is, is kind of before and, and, um, and after the transaction. So, you know, what happens between a, a practitioner um, and their clients, you know, leading up to a, a service um, uh, being being provided, you know, what opportunities, um, you know, can we explore in there to make, you know, the downstream payment and claiming happen even more seamlessly than it than it does today. Um, so that's that's something that we've been looking at for a while. And again, um, I, I think you'll see some stuff from us there um, down the track. Uh, and then the, the the flip side is what we we're t- talking about before. How do we make um, you know reporting and reconciliation processes you know um, uh, way easier than than they they are today? Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, we need more really than good luck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good. So yeah, lots good. of stuff. Um, and hopefully we're we're kind of you know, all things going to plan, able to get out a bit more too. And, and um, you know, we love, uh, you know, doing face-to-face um, with our, our customers. We learn a lot about them. You know, one of my fondest memories um, over the last couple of years is, uh, you know, driving to one of the conferences in, in Adelaide and being able to, to sort of stop along the way. And, um, you know, we took a couple of days doing that and we dropped in with our, you know, some of our clients and, and, um, and just said hello and, and kind of got to, to meet them in their in their business and and check out what they do and um and to be honest you know we've we've got uh, quite a few users that are in regional and remote areas because you know what we do often works quite well yeah, for them yeah supports it's, it's them flexible, yeah flexible and so yeah. you know that's been great and I'm excited to to be able to do a bit more of that too you know when everything gets too um too much in the office or in the office um you know <laughs> being able to go and 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 visit people and kind of get away from that and and, and actually watch and learn and, and listen um, yeah. is what I'm really excited about yeah. too over the next little while as well. Yeah. Well, from one Melbourneian to another, we are all hallucinating about um, driving anywhere at the moment. So yeah. um, absolutely yeah. love it, love it. Thank you so much for coming in. It's been no a while Thank in the making, me. but we got there. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, We'll have to make sure that you're back in everybody's ears um, on an ongoing going basis. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to come back. And, and as I say, I think stuff's moving so quickly in this in this sort of space that yeah. we play in. And you know, um, I think in twelve months' time, we'll we'll be having new conversations about different things again. So that'd be great. All righty, you are welcome. Talk soon. Thanks, Kat.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit practicemadeperfectpodcast.com. While you are there, you can subscribe for future episodes and continue your business adventure with me. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The Private Practice Made Perfect podcast is brought to you by Experts on Air Podcast Network.